Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Lisa McNeely. My pronouns are she and her, and I'm your host for Spotlight on Recruiting. And our show today is about being stood up. Um, we're going to be discussing, discussing, yeah, that was great, discussing, discussing applicant ghosting. <laughs> Actually, discussing applicant ghosting. So I'm excited to have our leading lady and a true superhero. If you've ever met or interacted with Wendy Forkus, you will know that she is a Wonder Woman. She is the chief executive officer of a join. Adjoin is a not-for-profit that provides services and advocacy for people with disabilities and veterans. Um, serving to Wendy, um, I'm going to see if this is accurate, um, 1,400 clients annually throughout the state of California, ranging from the age of 18 to 83. Is that correct? Yes, that is. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, and I think that you know everyone needs to know as far as um, – so a joint is involved in um, diverse areas like mental health support, recreation, client advocacy, education, health care support, housing, and employment. That's a lot. You do amazing yes, things. Yes, it is. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so thank you so much for being on the show, Wendy. Um, I am, I'm really excited. Um, so Wendy and I had had a conversation off just offline, um, and we were talking about applicant ghosting, and she was sharing some of the amazing things that they're doing um, at a join. And I was like, oh, please, will you be on my show and will you share this? So thank you for <laughs> being on the show. Absolutely, Lisa. Yeah, so let's, I guess let's say what ghosting is for anyone who doesn't know what this term means. Um, and I think, you know, it, I, I believe, and I don't know, I think there's some things out there that people have said that it actually comes from the dating world um, to describe when a person abruptly cuts off all contact and seems to just vanish, you know, without any explanation. Um, and I think, you know, as far as um, – People don't need to feel alone as far as, like, hiring managers or organizations. Um, there was actually a survey that was just done by Robert Haas that said about 39% of hiring managers in the United States said that ghosting by job candidates is more common now than it was even two years ago. Um, and, uh, I, and I don't know in what the reason for this is. I think there's some things out there of why it's happening. And one of the things that we had talked about, just Wendy and I just briefly was, you know, we're wondering if because this, ter this is, comes from the dating world, is it because the behavior from these dating apps has now crossed over into the professional sphere and we have these people that are just not showing up? Um, so, Wendy, I'm going to quit talking. Yes. Tell me, um, so tell me just what was kind of going on with the join and what you were experiencing with your candidate ghosting. Yeah, so I was hearing from our leadership that pretty much almost 75% of interviews that were being scheduled um, weren't showing up. 
so like, that's like one in four of their scheduled interviews. They might get someone who actually showed up for the interview. And we also had some experience with candidates, you know, that we had started through the process once we had um, made an offer that just disappeared, literally disappeared, never uh, responded back after, you know, several attempts to reach them. Um, and so it, it had become a significant issue for our organization, especially because as many people are also experiencing a short staff, we're very short staffed. And so this was becoming a, a really critical barrier to us being able to provide services. Right, right. Um, so one in four, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah I mean, we felt lucky to even right? get four yeah. interviews. We felt lucky to get four <laughs> interviews, and then only one shows up. Yeah, yeah. Well, and especially I think because, and I think maybe you know, people um, just our listeners need to know because you're the type of um, the folks that you're hiring. Um, they are um, working in people's homes. Um, it is face to face. It's not like this virtual type environment. So I think for you, it's even more of a struggle because I know that, you know, one of the reasons they're saying that, um, you know, in just some of the articles and things I've read is because people don't want to do, they want to stay virtual. So they um, end up finding something else where they can be virtual. But in your role, if that's virtual, it's not even an option. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's a bigger struggle for you, I'm sure, just to get those applicants. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> You're like, tell me something I don't know. Um, so, I guess, so what was your approach to address it? So, you know, we um, talked about it as a leadership, and one of the ideas that came out of the discussion was that we needed to find a way to motivate or entice them to actually show up for the interview. And so we created these uh, thank you uh, for coming in for an interview. We called them We Value Your Time and We Value People gift box that contained a $20 gift card. Um, and then also in the box had some, you know, branded adjoined M&Ms and another little card that, you know, thanked them and acknowledged how much we appreciate people and their time for coming in. And so when uh, they would schedule the interview, they would then let the candidate know that um, that we did value their time and that we would be giving them a $20 gift card when they came in uh, for the interview. And um, so that is that actually was the most recent one that we did. We also did some, you know, creative hiring incentives for both the new hires, the candidates coming in, but also for um, incentivizing our employees to refer people. And we, we didn't just do like, oh, we'll give you a $500 hiring bonus. We also added on um, some different memberships that they could have a choice in which one they would like to receive um, if they were hired. And we also, um, you know, what, whatever we gave the new hire, we also were giving the employee that referred them if they were referred by an employee. Um, and the, the types of, you know, memberships were like a gym membership or Amazon Prime. And um, we also uh, created this very engaging flyer that listed out all the different benefits that we had as an organization. So once we um, started to engage with the candidate, we sent that out to them to hopefully, uh, you know, entice them 
um, by all the different types of benefits that we had as an organization. We also did a virtual, uh, you know, hiring or virtual job uh, hiring event. And on the, those events, we actually would interview them. Um, so they couldn't ghost us, Lisa, because they were already there, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> and so that was one of the other creative ideas that um, our leaders had. And I mean, these, this is a lot. This is a lot of stuff that you're doing. That's amazing. And I think um, I love the. I think that the one thing you know, um, I'm just because there's so many. So I'm going to just have to touch on one of them. And I think okay. I love the idea of your. And we're going to go through all of them, but I'm going to start with one. So the benefits when you talked about like your benefits and some of the memberships and things that you were doing, um, I think that's just so important. And I think it's one of the things that often gets overlooked. Um, by recruiters is is sharing out like an employer's value proposition. Like why is it great to work here? You know, what what makes our organization stand out from other organizations? Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, what is our what's different about our culture from, you know, other cultures, um, uh, organizations, I guess organizationally. Um, and I and I think that you know, just for you, you guys trying to stand out, like saying, hey, you know what, we're going to do like a gym membership. And there's other companies that have it, but Amazon Prime, you know, just, but giving them a choice of these different things and making sure it's shared. Because a lot of times I think that's the stuff that's not shared until they actually start the job and then HR kind of gets involved in their onboarding and they're like, hey, look at all the great things that we offer. Um, and it's mm-hmm. often missed. Um, in that beginning. So I think that's really, that's wonderful. Um, And then um, I think as far as I love the idea of the gift card when they show for like you letting them know like, hey, we value your time and we're going to provide this to you. Um, Mm -hmm. Since you started doing that, have you seen, have you had any ghosting? Have you had, had that happen or is it like completely gone? You know, um, well, I think there's still some ghosting, but they've definitely seen um, more of the candidates showing up. And amazingly, um, I had a couple of leaders share with me that when they gave the candidate the box that we um, put together, that they actually were like, that's it. You guys are just now over the top. I've decided I'm going to come work for you because they were just so um, – impressed and uh, had never had any other organization they interviewed with give them something that said, we value your time, whether you come work for us or not, we appreciate you coming in. So um, the leaders were very excited because they were seeing that it was um, not only helping get people to come to the interview, but then they chose to come to this organization over other employers they were interviewing for because of that, you know, people touch that uh, the box provided. And you know what I love about that as well is, um, and, and I'm going to have you touch on this, and I just, because I know Wendy so well, I know some of the amazing things that she's already doing in an organization with her employees. Um, and it is so in line with what your culture is as far as, you know, providing acknowledgement and doing these just small like small tokens of appreciation um, mm-hmm. that you're you're constantly doing actually for your employees, um, and I think it's really important that anything that an organization does is you need to make sure that it's 
in line with what your culture is because you certainly don't want to have, you know, you're doing all these really wonderful things in the beginning, what we call recruiting day, right, where we're mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to give you this and we're doing this. And then when they show up, all of a sudden it's like, oh, this doesn't seem like the same place that, um, <laughs> you know, it's a different right. world. Um, and I know, so I want you to just share, like, just, you know, kind of share some of the things and that you do as far as um, engaging just your employees. Sure. So I have a weekly Zoom meeting. We call it Where's Wendy Now? And I make myself available every Wednesday for an hour where um, we do some uh, what we call Pathfinder uh, Pulse shout-outs of, you know, just anything somebody's done. Um, People on the uh, Zoom will share about their peers or maybe a supervisor who helped them out. Uh, We also, um, you know, do things throughout the year that just kind of send cards that acknowledge or appreciate all the things that they're doing. Recently, um, I started randomly picking three employees a week, and I'm writing these little cards that it says, you know, you make a difference. And then I write a little message on the back, and I'm mailing those out to uh, three employees every week. Uh, We've done things where we've, um, you know, through Where's Wendy, we celebrated 100 consecutive Zoom meetings where people were able to come together and share their ideas and, and, you know, recognize each other. Uh, And then we also have several different uh, award systems that we're doing where people can uh, nominate people and vote. But we take it kind of a step further. We've increased it this year. And then on top of it, we acknowledge them on social media. We acknowledge them on the Where's Wendy Now weekly meetings. We do it in the newsletter. And, um, and then depending, there may also be additional recognitions, you know, in their local areas. So, you know, like you were saying, Lisa, in regards to people, we do value people. Our employees are, you know, people, just like the people we support. And so to me it is very important that they also um, – feel appreciated and valued and have the opportunity to engage and share, you know, share their voice. And that's one of the ways that we do that through the Where's Wendy Now Zoom meetings as well as surveys that we do kind of throughout the year. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, we had talked about this before, but I think it's, you know, one of the things you had told me, it's those personal touches that, you know, you create is key to your employees staying and it's authentic to who you are and who your organization is as well. Um, and I think, I think as, as organizations are looking and saying, okay, so what can we do to prevent ghosting is to look and say, okay, what are we doing right now with our employees? And what could, how could we take what we're doing with our employees right now to do the same thing for what could be a future employee? And I think that's kind of what you did. You're like, hey, this is what we're doing, right, with our current mm-hmm. employees. So how can we translate that um, with these new ones? And I think, um, you know, again, I just think of like some of the, I went to a fast food restaurant. Yeah, I, I eat fast food. Um, and um, they actually, <laughs> they were hiring. And in the in the bag, I guess, that, that, you know, the food came and they actually had like a card that said, hey, you know, we're hiring. And for anyone who interviews, we'll give you a free meal. And I thought, no. you know what? 
that's pretty clever, um, you know, because I can't imagine if someone doesn't want to work there that they wouldn't, you know, take the time out of their day to, um, you know, schedule an interview. But at the same time, if I'm looking and, you know, it's like, hey, we appreciate you and your time and we're going to give you a free meal. And more than likely, I'm going to guess that probably meals come with part of the job as well. Um, but it's just <laughs> thinking about, you know, what, what do we do for our employees and how can we translate that, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so as far as like all there are these things that you've been doing, is there anything that you kind of tweaked or modified since implementation? Yeah, you know, I, the the hiring incentives. We did um, try a couple of different things. We started out just doing a hiring incentive flat amount. And um, we really didn't see a great response with that. So then we increased the incentive. But then, like I said, then we decided to add in some choices so that it wasn't just a monetary incentive, that they could also have choice. Um, and that's kind of, Lisa, what you're talking about is how do we treat our employees? Well, we, we do give our employees choice. So instead of saying this is what you get, you can choose from this list what you would like and how you'd like to receive it. So we did do that. And that we did see that that did um, increase uh, a little bit in the, the rate of the number of uh, individuals being hired. And then, um, interestingly enough, too, we pulled some data and reviewed it at one of our leadership meetings, and we saw that the um, when we did the incentive plus the additional choice in the membership, that we were seeing less of the new employees leaving within the, the first 30 to 60 days. So it was at least retaining them, um, you know, longer. And we know in our role and our job, we work with people. And we know if we can get a person here and get them interacting with that individual that they're supporting, they become bonded and they're less likely to leave because they're going to want to stay to continue to support that individual. So for us, you know, we were grateful that we kind of looked at is this working, is it not, and then, okay, it's not working, what are some other things that we could do to potentially make it more successful? And then we were just, you know, again, trying to get people to come to interviews and want to work for us, but then to see that it was helping us retain people longer was like an added bonus. Uh, no, I think um, that's, it's, I mean, and it's really good because, like you said, is when you're, hire someone that retention I mean you have you people usually will leave within like 90 days if they're going to leave right um, I don't mm-hmm. know the specific stats on that um, to be honest um, but I think it's you know some of the things that I've heard um, and I like that you know as your leadership team you're kind of thinking about what can we do and that's like you said is we're, we're giving them choices and um, it's it's, it's really great, especially because I think that, you know, people forget that when you hire someone, a lot of times they've been actively looking. And mm-hmm. so you may be faster at getting them hired, but that doesn't mean that these other employers aren't pursuing them as well. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, that goes back to another reason, which isn't the topic of our show, but is when you're looking at your onboarding, what are you doing for your onboarding um, to make sure that your employees or your new employees are feeling valued and part of the organization right up front. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, communication is key, especially when you're um, trying to develop that uh, relationship and having that engagement with the new candidates. That is critical. 
Yeah. And you know, and I let, I glad, I'm glad that you brought up communication because I think that's another, that's another area. And I, and I understand like, you know, especially if you're working at really large organizations, um, you know, you have um, recruiters who are working, you know, a lot of different open positions. They're working with a lot of different candidates. Um, but there's still, you know, I hate to say it, but there's still not a, an excuse of not being able to try and keep communicating with your um, your potential applicants or your potential hires. Um, and I think, you know, that the communication is really what it's crucial um, because applicants want to, they want to know what's going on, but you also need mm-hmm. to keep them in, engaged and excited about the role. Um, and, you know, and I think the other thing is too, is there's a lot of different technology that's out there right now um, that can be utilized. Um, but, you know, at the same time is they just want to hear from a real person. Like, did you get my mm-hmm. application? You know, and that can be automated. That's fine. But maybe put someone's actual name on that email that goes out versus a do not reply. Because, you know, when I'm – if you're let, – let's go back to the dating world, right? We're talking about ghosting right. and dating. You know, if I got something from someone that was like, hey, um, I'm, really in, I'm really excited about, you know, your date coming up, and they don't tell me who they are, right? How right. exciting is that? <laughs> Maybe I don't show up. But I don't know who it is. I don't show up. Um, so, yeah, so I think there's just – there's some things that can actually, you know, really be done that doesn't have to cost a lot of money. And I think, um, you know, as far as, like, what you're doing, like, the, you know, this, obviously it's a $20, you know, box or $20 gift certificate that you're giving out and then – or gift card. And then, you know, just some other, you know, kind of branded items. Um, is it – costing you a lot to do this? Um, was it part of your budget? How did you kind of decide, like, hey, what's our budget going to be? Um, yeah, you know, that's an interesting it. question um, because, you know, this wasn't something we had budgeted, but we have these biweekly leadership meetings, and it came we to talk about, you know, are we, you know, able to achieve our goals that we've set out and talk about if there's any barriers and, and the ghosting was a huge barrier, and we'd been talking about it for a couple of the meetings. And so we just started to talk and decide, like, well, what what else could we do? Why do you think they're not showing up, you know? And um, so through the course of that, that's where this whole idea of giving them maybe a gift card came up. And then um, the amount really is I kind of put it out to the leaders, and I said, well, you know the kind of people you're interviewing, um, what do you think would be a value? You know, I said, what do you think, $10? They're like, no, that's, that barely covers gas, you know. So it was actually through their their feedback and what they thought would be a value for the people they're interviewing that we came up with the $20. And then um, we did kind of, you know, talk about, okay, how many do you interview in a month? How many months do we want to pilot this? And that's kind of where, where the budget came from because we decided to try to do it for two months. And so they kind of, um, they just told me how many people they expected to interview or that they would on average interview in a month. And so we just created um, boxes for each of their offices based upon, you know, their expected number of interviews. And I did want to add, Lisa, you know, the the gift cards or the gift certificates. I think the other part, and, and, you know, I know you know this of me, is I would never just give somebody a gift card. Um, it came in a box that uh, had, you know, our logo, it had our brand colors, 
and it had one of our values, which is people. And so the presentation wasn't just like, here's a gift card, we value your time. It was this whole box that, you know, you get a good feeling when you see it, and then you open it, and then you see the gift card, which also had a very nice message on it, plus, you know, these other items in the card that, you know, basically said we value you and your time, um, and people are the most important asset of our organization. So I think that, um, you know, that's the other piece I think that sometimes people forget, and that's kind of what you were talking about, is making them feel special, making them feel like you took time out of your day to to do this for them and didn't just go, oh, I have a gift card here, have it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely presentation. And, I mean, they actually got a gift. I mean, you actually gave yes. them a gift. And, and I will say that Wendy does not do anything um, that is not just, like, you feel – it sounds so cheesy, but you feel the love when you, like, you get it. You're like, oh, my gosh, because I've been, I've been blessed that, uh, that Wendy has given me something, and it is always, you get it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is just so Wendy, because it's so, it's just so amazing and, and nice, and, and so I know that, you're, yeah, you're just not handing them a, it, no, not, I'm not going to disrespect this fast food chain with just throwing that in the bottom of the bag, but maybe they could look at some presentation that's a little bit better. Um, <laughs> maybe just hand it to me. That's all they need to do is, like, hand it to me. Um, so, But I'm glad you're talking about, like, um, just making people feel special because I think, and we don't have a whole lot of time, but one of the other things is, you know, when you're having ghosting, it's just not people not showing up for interviews. And it's not just um, – you know, folks who work in more of the customer care, um, I will personally say that I know of executive level where an offer has been mm-hmm. given, the person is accepted, and they didn't show up, which mm-hmm. is a little crazy because you would think, you know, once they hit a certain level that there would be, you know, a level of professionalism there. Uh, and unfortunately, that's not what's happening. And I think it goes kind of back to the same thing, right, is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they're actively looking. They have other companies that are, you know, engaging with them. But if you can do something to make them to connect and make them feel special, that's part of, like, what your organization is. Um, you know, so, for example, um, I know that um, this isn't my idea, so I can't take credit for it, but I had heard it from someone else. So when they would bring their executives in, like during their interview, the recruiter would ask kind of some simple questions like, oh, you know, just, you know, just casual, not like they're being interrogated. But, you know, what do you like to drink? What's your favorite drink? What do you drink in the morning? Um, You know, what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, You know, what's your favorite candy? And it had nothing to do with the interview. And, again, it wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know, the way it's put in there is a little bit different. But then what they would do is when that executive showed up, or I guess anyone, but if the executive showed up for their interview, um, now, granted, this was in person, so it's a little bit harder if you're doing virtual, but what they would do is they, you know, kind of what it reminded me when you go to the orthodontist and you've got your your, your <laughs> braces put on, they put a big sign up and they're like, welcome, you know, welcome, Wendy, we're excited to have you. Well, they actually did that on their whiteboard. So when someone was interviewing, they would have this on a whiteboard when they walked into the interview room. And then the, um, the, they would have actually the music that this person liked, like kind of playing in the background, not so that it was like super obnoxious, but just mm-hmm. because it was something that they liked to feel comfortable. And then, you know, they would, they would ask them like before the interview started, hey, would you like something to drink? 
we offer, we have, you know, coffee, water, let's say they're a Diet Coke drinker, Diet Coke, um, and maybe they don't even have that in the office, but they're going to have it in the office now if this person's an employee. But it's just kind of thinking about, like, kind of that, how can I make them feel special, right? And I think, like, when mm-hmm. they're hired, it's, you know, you give them that box, and that box has, you know, maybe it's a branded, you know, logoed item with their favorite candy inside, just saying, hey, welcome, um, you know, an email message from the team or a video, even better, a video message from the team saying, hey, I'm excited that you're going to be starting on Monday. I'm so-and-so. And um, I would, you know, soon, we're going to put time on the calendar because I want to get to know you and, you know, this is what I do kind of a thing. It's just kind of thinking about that human touch. And I think that's, you know, what you were saying is it's so important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And those are some great ideas, Lisa. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, maybe I can use some of those. I, no, I guess absolutely. similar, but not, not as, um, I, I would guess not as nice as what you described. So that's a great idea. And yeah, I think that is, you know, part of it is people um, having that connection and then feeling valued and appreciated or even uh, seen, right? We're talking about ghosting. Um, we know how it feels to be ghosted, but could you imagine coming and, and meeting with someone and not even feeling like they saw you, right? Right, right, right. And, and, and then why would you want to show up, really? Yeah. When you had other, when you probably had another offer from an organization that, um, and I'm not trying to say that all, because I've been ghosted and I would like to think that I'm a pretty good recruiter, um, but, um, you know, but it's, um, it, you know, there's sometimes, I guess maybe it's inevitable, but I think, you know, probably there, you know, if I look back in retrospect, it was like, what could I have done better? Could I have been better? Yeah, I probably could have been better. And now it's on my radar. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wendy, I guess, you know, um, if we have some listeners who want to reach out to you or they're interested in learning more about a join, um, what would be the best way for them to connect with you? Oh, yeah. Um, they could go to adjoin.org, our website, and there's a um, contact page, or they're welcome to reach out to me at my email, wendy.forkus at adjoin.org. Awesome. Awesome. You're such a pleasure to have on the show. I'm so excited that you came today. Um, so Wendy's contact information will also be on our show page, which can be found on Connected Women of Influence under Women Lead Radio and then the host, me, Lisa McNeely. Um, so Wendy, thank you so much for being our leading lady today and sharing that just the amazing stuff and the creativity that you've come up with um, to try and, you know, help uh, engage and um, keep your applicant flow and retention. Um, I think it's a lot of not super expensive things um, that I think our listeners can actually implement into, you know, their recruiting practices. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for having me. As always, it's uh, a joy to interact and talk with you, and I, I do always feel appreciated when I'm speaking with you. So thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. You're so nice. All right. So I want to give a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally. We'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio show each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific. The next Spotlight on Recruiting will be Monday, June 27th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. So go forth, hire, and make us all proud. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence. 
the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.